Satpod. 189. Oh. I got goosebumps. It's been a while, Scotty. I know. It's been too long. I missed like seven of eight. Was that the stat? I, think, I like well, popped in once and then I was back out. We yeah, that was a rough estimate. I didn't actually fully fact check that at any point in time, but that's kind of the number that we came up with. So, but you're back now. That's all that matters, right? Yeah, relatively. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is the year end show. It is the Spanish announced table podcast on this the 21st of December of the year 2017. Uh, two days ago was our birthday. Yeah, we're four. We turned four. Well, as a podcast. As a podcast. Five and a half, almost six as a program. As a program? Yep. Uh, It's a podcast about professional wrestling, in case you couldn't tell. And my name is Warren. Scotty is in there, and that's it. Just us two today, because, well, it is Christmas time. It is Christmas time. People are with their families. Yeah. What was Boris doing tonight? I forget. He had some sort of cockamamie excuse. He's probably hanging out with his family. Oh, no, it's his kid's Christmas concert. Right. That's what it is. Yeah. Boy, those kids really get in the way of real yeah. life. Last week, I tried to be haircut. nice. And I was like, oh, Christmas concerts are adorable. And he's like, no, fuck that shit. Didn't you give him parenting advice about something recently? Oh, uh, yeah, probably. Was, that guy no. needs advice, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> All right. Well, we got uh, pay per view to recap and some new stuff to talk about. Also, we do have our finalized list for our uh, end of the year slash Sapod Awards show, which is going to be happening next week, one week from today, the 28th of December, as close to the end of the year as we can get it. That way we won't miss anything. Yeah, no. Knock on wood, I guess. Um, It'll be a real banger on the 29th. Yep, it's, yep, absolutely. So we'll have that out the evening of the 28th. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more about the categories later on uh, in the show after we get through our usual stuff. Scotty, it's been a while for you, so uh, what's new with you? Tell um, any really stories. The ODR lifestyle. Oh, I bought Sean Avery's book. Okay, like the the goon, the yeah. dickhead Sean yeah. Avery, that guy. He's okay. very aware that he's a piece of shit. Oh yeah, of course. It's he is. awesome. I love his book yep. so far. Uh, what is it like? Just focusing on his hockey life? Yeah, or? it's his hockey life and like a bit of his like party lifestyle. I guess you would say. Sure. But yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far. You feel that you can associate yourself with some of his beliefs? Uh, you know what? I'm very, if I like the book as much as I think I am, I think I might buy an Avery jersey at the end. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't even like the New York Rangers and I'll get an Avery Rangers jersey. What about Dallas Stars? You feel better about the Dallas Stars? Can he play there for a while? Yeah, he was also drafted by Detroit. Or no, he was undrafted. but He he put, played with Detroit, though, I think. Yeah, that's like where he broke into the league. Right. That's where I am in the book right now. Hmm. I uh, I will never support that man because he, albeit allegedly, but I don't know why Big George would lie about it, called Big George a very bad word one time. So yeah. That's too if far. You can't piece... go after race. You can chirp yeah. on the ice all you want, but you can't call a guy the N-word I got chirped on the hard ice. last night. Did you? For what? Being shitty? <laughs> like, just not being a great skater? Got chirped by a kid in grade 10. I called him, said he was in grade 8. He didn't like that. You called, wait. So you're out there with a kid who's in grade 10 who chirped you. Yeah. You chirped him by saying he looked like like, what, are you in like grade 8 or whatever? Like, he's a pretty small kid. Yeah. Like, he can wheel around. He's a good skater. Mm -hmm. And then from there, oh, it was just on. He'd skate by, he'd give me the doubles. (laughs) So then the whole thing is that he's like, fuck you. And my response was, I just said, fuck you back, which Mm. apparently is not a very good response. Oh, okay. Like other people who play hockey are like, nah, you you could have chirped him so much better. Mm. So on Twitter, I 
made a post about it, and uh, Fake Steve of the Edmonton FGC goes, "You should have just said fifty bucks." And I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "Like he's he's proposition. You're propositioning him to pay mm, for sex. That's not bad." And then he goes, and then you could follow up a chirp later, being like, "Watch out for number fifteen there. He pays for sex." <laughs> That's pretty good. So, I always went with uh, like over the top gay stuff, and not like not calling people bad names, acting gay to make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah, that was I've, my go-to. I've heard that that's a lot of people's go-to. I, actually, I quite enjoyed doing it because as a bigger dude, it really threw people off when I'd be on the ice and be like, "Why don't you come over here, and give me a little kiss, pretty boy?" And they didn't like it. They just you don't know what to do. See, how do you how do you come back at that? I was gonna do something like that to this kid because I thought about what you had said in the past. Right. But I was like, uh, like it's already awkward enough because mm. I'm like almost 25, mm-hmm. and if he's in grade 10, he's like 15, 16. Yeah, you're right. That's probably not so. The best like move. in the same sense that I can't whoop this kid's ass out there. Mm-hmm. But That's like fair. you made the right call. Yeah. Probably. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But it was just so funny. Like I like skate back to like my brother and like his friends. I'm like that kid's a little cunt, and they're just like. Take it easy, man. I'm like, I'm not going to fight this kid. I'm just yeah. letting everyone know this kid's a cunt. That's, yep. And then uh, one ODR sesh, we were playing some threes. Uh, my brother, it was like my brother, he made a team against, like, I had a team or whatever. And then. Uh, Battle of the Molinos. Uh, yeah, aside from his different last name. Oh, okay. Whatever. All, right. All good. It's okay. <laughs> at my new job, they call me Nem2 Junior. I'm like, that's not my name. Nem2 Junior. Yeah, my dad's last name is Nem2. Oh, my I brother see. has the same that's, last name. That's I have my weird. mom's last name. Yeah, that's that would be same, weird to be called. We have that. both the same parents, just to clarify for all those listeners out there who care about that. Mm. But uh, so I skated into my brother, and I was like, didn't really try to hit him, but I was kind of going fast. He like launched me. I span, totally fucked me up at work the next day. Like, I couldn't do shit. <laughs> I couldn't do shit. I hadn't taken a hit or fallen like that in years. <laughs> the old ODR injury. Hey? Yeah. And then so my brother goes to. Pick me up, and before he even can, Shaner, friend of the show, friend of Boris, taking radio mm-hmm. at Nate, he jumps on my brother like third man in style. Then Shane's twin Luke goes to fight Shane, and it was just it was just a gong show from just there. Just a brother brawl, on yeah. That but from what the Sean Avery book tells me, next time I play with my brother, I can't let that shit slide. Like you got to pay him back. I got to pay him yep. back. Big. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Give him his receipt, absolutely. Um. So yeah, ODR. I'm reading a book. Um, just the Avery book, or is there another? book? I bought another book too, but I'm gonna wait till Brando's here because Brando's read that book. Okay, but like, okay, I'll tell you what it is. It's Stephen King's It. Yeah, he's still reading it right now. It's so big. Yeah, like I was long. like, he's I'm been ne- reading it for like three months. I'm like, I'm never gonna finish this. <laughs> never. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I wanna... that book is horrendously offside. There's you... a lot of very very bad words in well, that book. Well, it's set in like the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, no, like, I'm just swearing a bunch. And, like, obviously Warren's not going to drop the N-bomb. Mm. But Warren's just like, I'm not saying any of these <laughs> words. Um, what, it's some hard Fs? Some hard F bundles? No, 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 no. I was more racial racial stuff is what I was oh, referring to. Oh, in that too? I know tons, when tons. I, like, skimmed through it, there was some FGT bombs in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's going to happen. But there's also a, a, a scene in the book that revolves around an orgy with the children. So... Prepare yourself for that one too. Oh, yep. Does Brando just like read and then like look up at you and just no? Be like- that part I knew somehow, not removed from him. I knew about that this scene in the because people were upset that it wasn't in the movie or something like that. And I'm like, why? Are the, why? Yeah, the fuck why would, would they do you that? Wanna, uh, anyways, then you so. see the kid from Stranger Things in an orgy, it'd be weird. You never know. 
Oh, give it no. give it a couple of years. Speaking of that, my doppelganger was at an indie show. Okay. Macaulay Culkin. Oh, I saw that. Who I don't look like. Uh, no. Well. I don't look like Macaulay Culkin, guys. Kind of. No, I don't. Like a younger, healthier Macaulay Culkin. If he wasn't hooked on smack, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You look um, like sober Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> he, uh, he did some Home Alone moves on some people, which I thought was funny. The bucket. That made me laugh. Yeah. I saw that Candace and Joey were at that show. Like sure. Joey Ryan. Yep. Uh, Dick Justice was in that match. He was a big chubby Santa. Good old Dick Justice. Yeah. Super cop Dick Justice, actually. Is, is he related to Big Dick Johnson? No. Remember Big Dick to... Johnson? God, I love Big Dick Johnson. He was great. Is that Ahmed Johnson? No, that was the fat guy that they would make dance in a bikini every now oh, and then. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. He would just about. randomly show up and dance and lube himself up. Just lube himself up. Yep. Good old, back when an oily fat guy was still acceptable and funny. <laughs> well, it's still funny. Just apparently not PG is the problem. It's a damn shame. Um, what else? What else is new with you? Anything? Um, no, I'm just happy about stuff again. Feel yeah. Good, feel good about things again. Good. I had a nice little break from stuff. So. Good. Breaks, yeah. breaks are good, which we'll probably, speaking of which, be taking one. After least, the year-end show. At least a week, if not maybe two, depending on yeah. how things... You don't have to come into the station, up. don't. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how things go. Um, Just make Brando and Boris come in. I should. Boris could probably operate now. Yeah, probably. He just needs to get in here, which Brando could let him in. Scared the shit out of me. Uh, there's, a pa- there's a piece of paper on that window now, and I didn't notice it until right now, and I oh. thought it was a person. See, like, I get scared by the Tiger Woods standy sometimes. Yeah, that'll do it. But yeah, sometimes you're like, "Oh shit, yeah. Tiger Woods is gonna get me." Eldrick. Um, but that's just a piece of paper with like colors well, on. Well, it's it. like peripherals. I looked like it was a face that was right up against the window. Sometimes my emo bang scares me. Yeah. Like, oh, my cool. What's that in the corner of my? Oh, it's just my hair. Yeah. Oh well. I, oh, I I started using Spotify. I I saw you. Or you tweeted or in the text message said something about that, and I didn't know that you had it, so I didn't know if that was new, but now I do. Yeah, Spotify is a thing. How's your Spotify experience so far? It's okay, aside from I share it with my brother, How's and you up? can't use it at the same time. So, like, sometimes oh. it's like, I'm going to basketball practice. Let me listen to Young Jeezy. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, I just want to listen to Blink. Um, I'm surprised how much stuff's on there. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Like, I'm finding some really obscure punk rock. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Yep. Yep. Some underground rap that I like is on there. Good. But that's not on like label, major labels or anything like that. Mm. So I don't know. I enjoy Spotify. Spotify would get a thumbs up. There you go. Uh oh, Star Wars is bad. I saw Star Wars. It's still fresh, so I'm not gonna spoil anything, mm. but I did not enjoy it at all. Fair enough. It was poorly written it. and had some plot holes. We're uh, we're gonna see it on Saturday. Yep. Well, oh. I'm just gonna leave it at I've never walked out of a movie and felt depressed. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. I'm very excited to go yeah. see it. Very, so, very excited. If you want to know my opinions on Star Wars, DM me on Twitter. <laughs> okay. Uh, what have I done? Well, I, it's funny that you brought up the book because I watched the movie It this week for the first time. Yo, don't talk about it because i got to read the books before I see the original movie, then the remake. And see, Brando said that you really don't need to see the original before you see the remake. I just want to see I saw it. the remake is what I watched. Um, it was good. Was it only half a movie, though? Yeah, because they're going to do another one. That's weird they're doing. Like, they're infinity warring it, where it's like, part one this mm-hmm. year, 
wait a year and then we'll give you this. But adversely, I'd rather watch a two hour movie than a three hour movie. Yo, do you have you you've seen Stranger Things, right? Yep. Yo, my favorite kid from Stranger Things is in it. Yeah, you're a Mike guy? Yeah, oh, big time. Which is weird because one of the characters in the It movie is also named Mike. Oh, did that throw you for a loop? So anytime they'd say it, I'd be like, why isn't he? What? Oh, right, because he's not Mike. It's just the guy who plays Mike. It'd be so funny. It's like Mike moves from Hawkins to a new town. Yeah. It's the same dude. Um, yeah, How was the clown? Was the clown scary? Pennywise was scary? Creepy, yes. There was a couple a couple jump scares, but I think it's environment. It, like, the environment is everything when you watch movies. When I was watching it at home. Should I watch this movie? Uh, yeah. Before I read the book? It's a good movie. Well, I don't know. If should I, okay, should I watch this movie over Christmas weekend, Warren? I think you should because there's stuff in the book that is just not even referenced in the movie at all. Like the orgy? So if you read the whole book and then go watch the movie, you're going to be like, oh, this I really there. wanted to see this yeah. scene. That's that, how Harry Potter fans feel. Right. So if you just watch the movie first and then go read the book, then you're like, oh, shit, this is why this happened and then this happened. Oh, I can't believe they cut the orgy out. <laughs> Really hung up on that orgy, eh? I didn't know that was a thing in this. <laughs> yep. I thought this was a nice, wholesome story about <laughs> kids and some clowns in the sewer. Definitely not. Um, but no, it had a couple jump scares, which are good. The CGI was good. I enjoyed it. Um, what else have I done in the last week? Oh, nothing. I got nothing else. It's been a slow week. I'm just fucking trying to work my fucking ass off because goddamn Christmas holidays. Oh, actually, I listen to, like, your station every fucking day at work now. Yeah, they uh, And especially right now because I'm, like, in my own little work area, so I just couldn't have control of a radio all on my own. Right. And it's it's weird. It's weird how you guys are part of my day. Like, the my, I spend my mornings with Rymai, Yukon, and McCord. Uh-huh. And the baby thing you guys are doing is adorable. Yeah, I, I have a lot of fun with that bit too. Does it come yet? Like I'll, like, I'll turn machines off to hear if the baby's come. <laughs> that's the thing, because one day it's going to, and we're gonna play it, and then it's gonna be a fucking all-out party in that yeah. fucking place, which is good. Um, yeah, and then like you and Toby are killing it. Got to see Toby today. Mm. Uh, he's a good man, that Toby. I hung out with uh, Ty Loney a good little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You guys went to a hockey game together. Yeah. How was that? It was good. Well, yeah. won that game. I got kind of drunk. It was Which fun. Game was that Phoenix right. Coyotes? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Well, Arizona. Arizona. Oh, sorry, bud. Um, they're always Phoenix in my heart. And then, uh, then I hung out with. Oh shit! I'll, I'll fix it. I'll Don't fix worry. It. I hung out with Colton Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Had to do one of those recently too. So. Yeah, I know. I heard <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, yeah. And then uh, we just did our classic drive around and talk about stuff. Good. That we do. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what I was going to say. I had something to say. No, I don't Oh, Bra- I saw Brando, too. Uh, he told me that. He filmed something at yeah. the FGC with you guys. Uh, yeah, except it was uh, League of Legends. But that's where oh, we do okay. our yeah, yeah. FGC tournaments as well at that bar venue. But yeah, we were asked to help out with some esports stuff. For League of Legends, we said, yeah. Um, and then uh, all of a sudden I see Brando walking along the window, and I'm like, does Brando like League of Legends? Like, <laughs> he could. Secretly? Yeah. And um, then uh, I was like, I greeted him at the door. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? He's like, I'm working. So He told me that within five minutes of him being there, you messed something up too, which made him laugh. Oh, probably, because I don't know the rules of League of Legends. <laughs> like, I was, like, extra staff. Like, I helped put make the badges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, they're like, oh, we need to find something for Scott to do. 
Well, he could do the to- the coin toss to decide mm. sides, and I was just like, "This is fucking shit." <laughs> You're the coin toss guy. Yeah, that's I was your, like, "It's your move." Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else before we jump over to the pay per view? Um, if I ever win the Sapod title again, assuming you send your picks in. Yeah, fuck it. That Double DQ. Double Come DQ. on. Hey, who won? A Brando. Brando, nice. If I ever win it, I'm destroying the belt, and I'll make a new one. I was thinking we should maybe do that, too, but we'll talk about Just that wait until time. I win it. I think there'll be the most satisfaction of me winning it and destroying sure. it. Sure. That's fair. But you're never going to win it, so that's a problem. It's okay, because I'm going to be, I'm turning heel this time around. Sure. I, I was an underappreciated first champion. Mm-hmm. Now I'm turning heel. You got to the lowest of lows by not sending your picks in. Happy Scotty Day, everybody. <laughs> I wouldn't call that man a heel right now, necessarily, but. We'll get to that as well. Okay, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the pay per view that happened over the weekend. It was called Clash of Champions, and it was okay. It wasn't phenomenal by any means, but it had its moments. Uh, I didn't watch it, but Mojo Raleigh beat Zack Ryder. I also did not see this. Um, I did uh, did hear that Mojo Raleigh has new music. I have not heard said new music, but I know that he has new music. So and uh, Return of Radio by for Zack Ryder. Oh yeah, the, I love I that. radio. That's such a good theme. Like, do you, the new one though, or the no, old one? Uh, oh yeah, shit. I don't know. He's got the rock radio. Yeah, I don't know. I I just saw on Twitter people are like radio's back. He should go with uh, the original. No, the song that he made. Hosky. Yeah, he should just we'll use that. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin, and Bobby Roode were first up. That was surprisingly a good match, actually. Yeah, I really liked it as well. Um, it felt like something that would happen in 2K. Like, it was a random-ass triple threat. Sure, yeah. And, uh, I mean, last week when Brandon and I were making our picks, we well, he went with uh, he went with Root, I went with Corbin, and I said at the time, I'm like, I really think there's something about Ziggler, and that's exactly the direction they went with it. The hey, finish what the fuck was, is happening with Ziggler right now? Yeah, they're doing some things. Uh, the finish of this match was really fucking good. Um, it was Corbin had Bobby Root... For the end of days, and as he started to lean back to hit him, uh, Ziggler came in and hit the zigzag and then pinned Corbin. It was a great spot. Yeah, it was really good. It was half a second off, but I can look past that because it looked really cool. So, First time seeing it, it was cool. Oh, it was brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, Match of the night was next, in my opinion, the tag tag match for the tag titles. Usos, New Day, Chad Gable, Shelton Benjamin, and Rusev and Aiden English. They really teased Drew Seven English winning this here. They were over. In this Those guys match. are super over right now. Um, this was in Boston, and the crowd was really hot all night, which was good. Well, not all night, but most of the night, they were very, very hot, uh, chanting Rusev Day, in which he was at like like a baby face, flexing his pecs to Rusev Day, Rusev Day, and going bananas. It's, it's a good look. They should just do it. Just pull the trigger, flip them. Who cares? I thought they were gonna do it this week. And then he did the whole dickish thing, and then went, yeah. Oh, then he had the war on pancakes. Damn it! Um, the Usos uh, defeat everyone; they retain their tag titles. Usos but they, are having great matches all year with everybody. No, they're really good as well. That's why I can't discredit them winning, regaining it. But uh, I did like that they specifically teased Drew Seven Eight in English. Like they had five near falls. Yeah. The last two I bid on And the crowd hard. bid on all the, like yeah. the live crowd? Because they wanted it, right? Which is genius. I don't know if that was on the fly call or if they had planned that, but either way, it was very well done. Charlotte Flair defeated Natalia by submission. Lumberjack match, 10-32. Uh, 
probably their best on the main roster match from these two, but it wasn't even as good as their NXT uh, match. Yeah. That still holds the flame for these two. Yeah, if that's the standard, this was below it. Um, after the match, Natalia cut a promo where she said that everyone had turned her back on her and now she was going to turn her back on everyone and then walked off. And she was not on SmackDown this week. No. No, they didn't follow that up. So I don't know. I think it's supposed to make you think that she's retiring yeah, or quitting. That's what I saw on Twitter where it was like, is Natty retiring? Mm. But she's not. I can almost guarantee you that she's not. The Bludgeon Brothers beat Fandango and Tyler Breeze. Minute 58. Did not see this match. It was a squash. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't miss anything, except for that Tyler Breeze has shorts now. Ooh. Not pants, like tight shorts, like Billy Gunn shorts. Oh, man. Yeah. Ass man, Tyler Breeze. Yep, that's that's him. The one, Tyler Breeze. <laughs> Bring back all those great themes. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn taking on Randy Orton and Shinsuke and Nakamura with Shane and Daniel Bryan as guest referees. If Owens and Zayn lost, they would have been fired from the WWE, except that they didn't lose. They won. The booking of this match was fucking brilliant. I really enjoyed this match. The way that they had, they started it off where both Shane and Daniel were kind of, I don't know what to do, when am I? And like when they both went for the same pin early on, but they had different cadences and the commentators pointed that out that, well, one guy's faster than the other. And then they essentially boiled down to uh, Shane McMahon was counting for Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura's pins. And then Daniel Bryan was counting for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn's pins, uh, in which uh, Randy Orton hit an RKO on Sami Zayn. Shane was counting. Owens slid in the ring, bumped into Daniel Bryan, who then fell backwards on top of Shane McMahon, thus stopping him at two. Shane got up, got all pissed, got in his face, yelled a whole bunch. Uh, There was a quick roll-up, a couple quick roll-ups. Uh, and then uh, Sammy had uh, Randy Orton rolled up. Brian Shane goes quickest three. One, two, and then holds his hand up so he doesn't yeah. count the three. Uh, and then Daniel Bryan gets all hot and he starts shoving and they're kind of shoving back and forth. And then uh, there is another roll up. And then, yeah, Daniel slides in really quickly and counts one, two, three, really quick. And Owens and Zayn win. So it was it was very well done. It wasn't a full, abrupt heel turn from Daniel Bryan, which is smart. Uh, the but- slow burn of Daniel Bryan heel turn. Is he with them? Is he not? Yeah. No, it was really good. I, I really, really like that match. As as far as oh. booking, this was probably match of the night, but I, in ring, I still give it to And when they were on the I ramp, guess. Kevin Owens goes like right up to Daniel Bryan's face, and he's just like, yep. Yeah, the yep movement is tremendous. Uh, main event was AJ Styles and Jinder Mahal, the Singh brothers. I did not uh, see this. Um, twenty three oh four, definitely Jinder Mahal's best match to date. Um, it was a pretty good match, actually. I didn't. Was there like a it, Styles no. clash on the floor? Onto one of the two guys, yeah. Oh, onto the, the Singh, Singh brothers. brothers? Yeah. Okay, I just saw like a gif, but I didn't really see who was in it. He had a phenomenal forearm from the inside to the outside on one of them, and then Styles clashed the other one on the. Floor. I had a nap on Sunday, and it really fucked up my whole day. That'll do it. Uh, AJ Styles defends his title in that one. So uh, they did also tease uh, Carmella Cashin in the uh, women's match as well, which I don't think I brought up. So uh, yeah, it, it was average, below above average in certain matches. I really like that tag match. The tag match was really good. Everybody did their part in that, and the storytelling in the Daniel Bryan Shane McMahon saga was really good too. Yep. Other than that, it was all just kind of. Eh. 
Everything else was like, yep, that's a B pay-per-view. Dolph Ziggler was a bit of a surprise. But oh, I was yeah, you know what? It wasn't a surprise. So. I popped, but I was like, it was genuinely like a what-the-fuck popper. I was like, Ziggler? Mm. That's awesome, but why? Yeah, pretty much. All right, uh, let's slide over to the news. And now... Spanish announced table news. Ooh, Warren Barris is my name. I'm doing the news today. So the news. Um. Okay, that's two weeks ago. Where are we here? All right. Yeah, but I could have hot takes, man. You don't know. Uh, sure, you could have hot takes. Uh, Apollo Cruz has been booked to be a part of the PCW UK Live Wrestling Road to Glory. 2018. Uh, I don't know if that means he's going to wrestle because you were saying, and I don't have that in front of me, but uh, actually I saw it, not even just that you were saying, but you were the first one to tell me that Oni Lorcan, a.k.a. Loney Orkin, has also been taking, or has taken an indie booking. But yeah, he's his, got an indie booking for progress, I believe. His for sure, it said, like on the poster that I was looking at, it said, will appear and then cut a non-televised that's what we all want to hear is only Lorcan speak. Somebody said, somebody did one of these not long ago. Sammy Zane did. Was it, you're right, it was Sammy Zane. Sammy Zane did it for Evolve. Yeah, yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't know if, I mean, the Paulo Cruz, based on this poster that you sent us, it looks like he's wrestling. Paulo Cruz enters the 2018 Road to Glory tournament. So, to me, that means that he's in the tournament that he's wrestling. Yeah. Um, what else was there? Uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt are going to wrestle on the WWE 205 Live House Show Tour. And is that just a boost, like, to make people actually go to fucking 205 Live shows? I would assume that's what it is. Um, which is a shame because you're just telling everybody who is on the 205 Live roster that, Hey, we need, uh, real superstars to put bums in seats. We don't think any of you can draw enough, so... We're going to put Broken Matt on there, and that's going to fix all our problems. Uh, as somebody pointed out on Twitter, he is a former Cruiserweight champion, so maybe that that's like the tie-in. a whole lifetime ago for him. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a strange thing. But I get it. I, I do get it. If that That's a good draw for a lot of people. I would go see that. If 205 Live came, I'd probably be like, fuck that. If they told me that Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt are on it, I'm probably going to go. I would probably see 205 Live because it's like an indie super show. Well, and that's the thing. At a house show, they would probably be allowed to fucking go. So the house shows is probably better than what you see on TV. Yeah, exactly. Because they're not worrying about... They don't have the limiters. Yeah. Showing up everyone else. Um, According to Pro Wrestling Sheet, Dean Ambrose will be undergoing exploratory surgery. To under- okay, well, he already did the surgery. Um, And uh, I'm just reading. We, nope. we text Fair. message Fair. things. Um, It was... I don't even remember really what it was now. Something with his... This is all... His elbow... Tricep. Was all fucked up or something? His tricep? Tricep? But I don't see anything on here above... His arm isn't good. We'll just say that. Yeah. How long is his time to be out? I'm trying to find the article, but I don't... Okay. No, here we go. I got something here. Uh, Dean Ambrose arm injury took place at the TLC pay-per-view. Took a dump, a bump on the table. Not a dump, for that matter. Um, 
Uh, Ambrose had successful surgery for tricep injury, but there's no official word on how long he'll be out of action. We should have a segment called Today's News, and we just read today's paper. Like our local paper? Yeah. That sounds awful. <laughs> that sounds like a just awful idea. Oh, I was just going to say the way we're, we're doing news today. We're falling apart, though, Brando. That's true. I'm not built for this. The man does a very good job. Uh, you, you're familiar with one Dave Meltzer and his work? Oh, yes. I had a dream that Dave Meltzer talked about us the other night. What did he say? Did he say good things? Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, those boys at the Sap Pod, like, they're a Canadian podcast. They have some scoops. Like, he but, was like, they obviously know someone who's inside. Damn right we do. Damn right we do. My close personal friend, Chris Jericho. Oh, yeah. So I was too starstruck to show up that day. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Meltzer said that War hey, Machine... Hey, Jericho runs the Fozzie Twitter account? Yes, he definitely does. Does he actually? Yep. Oh, then I got a quote tweet. Good. Boop, boop. Um, Meltzer said that uh, War Machine is in contract negotiations with the WWE. Uh, if all goes, quote, quote, if all goes well, they'll report to NXT in January and will likely debut at the TV tapings after or around NXT Philly. How do you feel about War Machine in the WWE? Uh, I think they could do well. They could be the next Wyatt family, like in terms of like their look and being big bodies and stuff like that. Because what is their gimmick outside of being two big bearded individuals? Um, do they have a gimmick right now? They kind of like do like Viking war paint and have like kind of like okay. that Viking war skirt they wear to the ring. Are they Americans? Yeah. Okay. So they don't have any weird accents or anything? No. No, they're two white dudes from America. How are their promos or do they cut them? Legion of Doom esque, like just like sure. I'm shouting into the microphone. See that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Intense. I'm gonna take you to Slamtown, baby. Shit like that. What's their finisher? You know, I haven't watched a War Machine match in a while. Fuck. Mm. Um, well, I guess we'll find out at Wrestle Kingdom 12. Right. Well, good plug. That's my plug. We're stoked for Wrestle Kingdom here. Yeah. Sap Pod. Yeah. Even Warren's yeah. excited. Fucking. Apparently, it's five hours long, which I didn't know. Oh yeah, it's a long ass show, man. Christ. All the big matches are going to be like 35 plus minutes. Well, that's fine. So like Jericho Omega, probably like a 40 minute match. Do you think that made events? I don't. No, I don't think that made events. I think that'll be like in the top three to four. It should co-main event for sure. It'll be in the top three to four because it's not for a belt. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, it is. It's for the U.S. title. Yeah. It and it's be. no DQ now. Oh, really? Yeah. Young Bucks runouts. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Um, their final indie date is Wrestle Kingdom. That is their very final indie date. As of now, they've not taken any more uh, independent bookings. Uh, let's talk about this, because this is the thing that happened over this last week. Vince McMahon uh, sold $100 million of WWE stock to fund a new sports company. The uh, company is called oh, uh, no, Alpha. Alpha Sports or whatever. Say Omega. Which is uh, Alpha Sports, uh, in which he also filed five XFL-related trademarks last week. The rumor is that he is exploring options to bring back the XFL, uh, which is an interesting move, considering how football is slowly becoming a sport that nobody cares about. And considering Uh, that the XFL had a bad first year and went away, it wasn't like, oh, hey, we're bringing back this thing that people used to love. And that was around for a while. Mm-hmm. It was around for like an experiment. Yeah. Um, like, but nostalgia is a crazy thing for, for the people who did love it. Who knows? Like, Did it, people love it? I think there are people out there that quite enjoyed it. 
are they anti-NFL fans or? It's possible. Okay. People don't like the NFL right now. Timing-wise, it makes sense. Yeah. People. They should just watch the Canadian Football League. There's a good wholesome game. Well, yes, but probably not. Three downs, baby. Get it done. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know what what they could do to make it different. I mean, obviously things have got to change because of the way concussions and head impacts have progressed. It was a very violent version of the NFL when they did it, so yeah. they're going to have to tone Somebody some stuff back. Somebody got injured in the first like mm-hmm. chase down for the ball. Yeah, but uh, listen, I am curious about it. I'm not saying it's a great idea. I'm not saying it's a horrible idea. I'm I'm intrigued by the prospect of this coming back. I'm relatively intrigued. I don't have a stake in it really either way. Hmm. But uh, is a hundred million dollars in shares a lot, or is that not even like a like? Do you know what the percentage wise that is? I have is? no idea. Like, does yeah. someone now have majority control? I doubt that. I would assume that it's still him, but I don't know. Yeah, what a percentage of okay. The shares sold by Mr. McMahon represent approximately four point three percent of the company's oh, total okay. outstanding shares. Okay, so under five percent. Mr. McMahon beneficially owns 32,193,375 shares of the company's Class B common stock, which represents approximately 82.8% of the company's total voting power and approximately 41.8% of the company's total outstanding shares of common stock. How much is one share? I have no idea. It fluctuates. I'd have to look when, up when today's... The, when it's low, we'll, we'll get in on there. Let's do it. We'll use our t-shirt dollars for that. Okay. All right. Buy a Sapwa t-shirt so we can own part of WWE. I was thinking we could use it on getting a proper title belt. So we can get a proper title belt. Yep. That's probably a better <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, what else do we have for news here? Uh, WWE put up their list, which is garbage, of top tw- uh, 2017 matches. And at the very top was uh, AJ Styles' match, which I don't even remember who it was with now. Judah Mahal, this past Sunday. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think it was that. But anyways, AJ Styles was at the top of the list. Um, that's, that makes sense. He's probably the best in-ring performer that they have. Oh, it just matches a lot. Definitely. Uh, actually, here it is. AJ Styles versus John Cena at the Royal Rumble of this year, which I do remember being a very good match. I, I got a lot of rewatching to do over the next week here. I already have my match picked out, so I'm okay. Good. Good. All right. Well, that's all I got for the news. More page um, nudes. Was there? Yeah, there was a third wave of leaks from Page. That poor girl. Yeah. That's I'm not I don't even care anymore. Like I used to think Paige was kind of hot mm. and like kind of my age. Mm. But then like you see everything and you're just like, there's nothing left of the imagination. It's true. Once you've seen her fuck Xavier Woods, like mm-hmm. you're like, eh. I'm outie. So um, I'm looking for a new WWE crush. So I thought you know, like Ruby Riot. Uh, yeah, I like Ruby Riot. Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you see, I'm very upset about the Enzo thing. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is there? Oh, that's why you don't like it. Yeah, man, I get it. That's mine. Well, no, it's okay. also I just don't like it. But um, great angle, great angle. She's, she's gonna sit on his face and kill him. Yeah, probably. Which wouldn't be the worst. Exactly. It's a great angle. This, Tremendous. That's how they read Enzo out. Yep. Death by face sitting. Face by Vash. All right. Uh, let's do Monday Night Raw. Now get the guns, the drugs from my generation. I'll take the fall. The saints, and across the nation. And it's a sense to cut the face, the fraud, the messing with me. Come on, come on, come on. 
Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island. Um, I didn't write it down, but John Cena is supposed to be back on next week's Monday Night Raw. Oh, on Christmas Day Raw? Yep. Little Johnny. I'm hyped for Christmas Day Raw. The show opened with Kurt Angle booking a triple threat for the Universal Championship at Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar, Kane, Braun Strowman. The three men had a confrontation in the ring, ending with Lesnar F5 and Kane. Uh, Kane then sat up as Lesnar was leaving. It's just kind of a hype setup. Is this how they get the title off Brock Lesnar? Again, without him losing. Because Braun Strowman beat Kane to Ooh. win his first WWE title. Because obviously Kane's taking the, the pin. I would assume so. No ifs, ands, or doubts about it. Yeah. Because he has no other business being in this match. No, no. He's literally there to do the job. Right. So, yeah. I was just, I figured Lesnar was going to retain because I think they're going to, it'll be Roman who will take it off him. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that's very possible, too, that uh, Strowman ends up beating Kane yeah. and Lesnar's not even involved. Yeah, that's where my mind went first. But I guess it depends on what they want. Planned for the future, Lesnar, and like the Rumble winner would affect things, and yeah, everything. Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan had a match. This is after the I don't, I don't really don't fucking like Jason Jordan. Like I'm so done with the whole thing. Some of his in ring stuff is okay, yeah, but I hate this character. He's just oh, I want to fight you. I need to prove myself. I fucking I don't. I want Samoa Joe just as bad as you. It seems like he's manipulating his dad. So at least there's that to the story now. That's where they. But I just want. Well, the other day he was like, "Dad, I need to prove myself." And then Angle didn't give him what he wanted, and he was like, "All right, bye, Dad," and just like pouted his way out. Yeah. And then you saw Angle have like a face of remorse. If that's where they're headed, then let's fucking get there already. Like, I'm tired of watching the process. I don't give a fuck about it, and it's making me care less and less about him. So, uh, Seth Rollins defeated Jason Jordan. Samoa Joe was ringside, knocked out by Rollins. Super kick. Rollins was able to pin Jordan after a ribcord knee. After the match, Joe attacked Rollins and laid him out with a urinagi. Vicious urinagi. I like this for the most part. It was, like, pretty fast-paced. Yep. Kept the action going. Uh, Kurt Angle made Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and Jason Jordan versus Samoa Joe and DeBar for later on in the evening. Finn Balor defeated Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas in a handicap match. Balor won by disqualification when the Miz-Tourage double-teamed him. They continued the attack until uh, Hideo Tommy made his debut and the save, leading uh, straight into a tag-team match. Yeah, I like that part of it. Like like Hideo Tommy getting involved, because now it shows that cruiserweights can like fight other people. Yeah, and yeah, it's it like makes the, all these guys bigger. are probably under two hundred five, except for Bodell's, the chunky monkey. You think Curtis Axel's under two hundred five? Maybe not. Actually, I don't know. He's pretty... Balor definitely is. Yeah, I, if he isn't, he's he's right on the verge yeah. of it. But I think Curtis I mean Axel's... Cedric Alexander is like technically like two ten. Yeah, well, and fucking Grand Metalik's around two fifty. So, <laughs> shots fired. Uh, what is he listed at? He's listed at two. 28. Oh, he's, he's too heavy. So, got him out. Um, and yeah. then the Miz is away fucking filming the Marine 8 or something. What Marine number is this? I have no idea. Six? Probably. That sounds right to me. Who's the other co-stars? I think Lana's in this one. Oh, Shawn Michaels is in it. Sure. It's Lana and Shawn Michaels. Yep. Because old Shawnzy needs his acting credits. Maybe Maurice again, too. I don't know if she died in the last uh, She's one. too pregnant to be on it, probably. That's true. That makes sense. Yeah. 
Uh, I did like that they pointed out, at least for me who wasn't watching at the time and for anybody who also wasn't watching at the time, that uh, Finn Balor made his debut in NXT as Hideo Tommy's tag team partner, uh, which I thought was oh, a cool Oh, yeah, little, that's a good callback. little way to do that. So, uh, Number one contender match for the Cruiserweight Championship. Cedric Alexander defeated Drew Gulak. Alexander won the match with a lumbar check and will move on to the Royal Rumble to face Enzo Amore for the Cruiserweight Championship. How did he bust up his nose? Did you watch this? I think uh, he just got hard weight because, yeah. like, Alexander's kind of known to pop people a little oh, yeah. bit. A little rough in the ring, a little stiff. Sure. Um, and but Gulak probably doesn't care. Because Gulak likes a more physical match. Uh, it too. looked great, too. When yeah. He had the bloody nose coming up to Enzo afterwards. Oh, yeah, for cock sure. Cock blocking him. Cock blocking him hard. Oh, cock power Gulak. Point presentation. Oh, um, yeah. And he said he was pro Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, that, that got some heat. But not for me. Ain't nothing wrong with Jar Jar Binks. Hate you. Crucial character to the whole franchise. Without him, the there's whole nothing. franchise. There's nothing. You ever see uh, Fanboys? No. The movie? Okay, it's about like before Phantom Menace comes I, out. I've seen like the poster. Yeah. Or is it on it's Netflix? It's pretty funny. Maybe? I think it is on the Netflix. Yeah. You should check it out. Okay. Uh, especially if you like the band Rush. There's a lot of Rush in there. Sure. But Seth Rogen plays like a drug dealer in it, and he ta- who's a big Star Wars guy, and he's got like, a, like all light side characters and the dark side characters on one arm. Okay. And he's like, and check it out. And he has a Jar Jar ba- uh, Binks back piece. And he's like, this guy's going to be the shit. Let me tell you. And Phantom Menace hasn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. He's a Sith. I'm telling you. Jar Jar Binks is a Sith. Darth Binks? Watch that movie again. Tell me he's not with the Sith. It's all there. It's all there. The writing's on the wall. The writing's on the wall. He's a fucking goddamn higher than Palpatine Sith. He's still out there, and we're gonna. He's, he's waiting. It. Episode ten. Yep. That's, that's, Banks. Yep. That's what's gonna happen. Uh, Oscar defeated Alicia Fox. Oscar won by submission with a cross arm breaker. Samoa Joe and the Bar defeated Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and Jason Jordan. Ambrose, quote unquote, injured himself on a dive to the outside. Actually, well, it was Seth that did the diving to the outside, which caught. Ambrose's arm. It was all an angle just to cover up the yeah. already existing injury. Because like, I went and I watched it back, and I was like, "There's nothing there. That doesn't look that bad." He and did a very like, good job of like, like hitting the ground and like rolling around. Yeah, like he, he looked he like sold he was it pain. well. That's why I had to go back and check. And then I was like, "But I mean, there's also sometimes where injuries happen, and you're like, what even happened to that guy?'" Yeah, totally. Um, Rollins got hit with a bro kick and lost the match later in the night. The bar attacked. Joe and uh, the bar and that Joe, was another rather. good thing that they did there. That like he's hurt, then the finish happened immediately. Yes, where it was like, shit, did they just call an audible? Yeah, did they just go home because he's hurt? Yeah, yeah. No, no, that was very well done too. Um, the bar and Joe attacked Rollins and Ambrose backstage, and Joe re-injured Ambrose's arm by slamming it shut in a production cart, thus probably writing him off for however long he needs to be off. Thus ending the Shield reunion for the time being, officially. Like, man, they got to be so pissed. They're like, we reunite the Shield. Roman gets fucking sick. Okay, everyone's good again. Fucking Dean's hurt now. Yeah, Seth's knees do to give up yeah. any time, too. So. Don't, nobody look at Seth's knee in my fucking <laughs> buckle again. Uh, Matt Hardy played chess against a goldfish Napoleon Bonaparte, and then he won and laughed and cut a promo. I love the fish. The fish should be a recurring thing. I think it's going to be. Mr. Napoleon. I like how he's like on his Twitter now. He's just like re like being like, 
oh, smoking Joe Frazier, the kangaroo. Like he's putting up all these old clips. And he's like, I need these characters to still be a part of it. Yep, absolutely. But like, remember when he went to the monkey cage and he was like, mm-hmm. Nick and Matt Jackson, the bucks of youth. <laughs> and then like all these other like indie guys who are just like high flyers were all the monkeys. Spot monkeys. Yeah, they're the, the monkeys of spots. Pretty sure he called uh, Colton Kelly one of them. Oh, yes. Yep. The Kelly of Colts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Revival defeated Heath Slater and Rhino. This is the Revival's return to Raw after a pair of badly t- timed injuries. The uh, Revival won with a shatter machine on Slater. Uh, it's good to have him back. Not it is good to have the Revival soon. back. They are very good at what they do. And it's always hope- awkward when in 2K they would show up all the time and you're like, man, I wish these guys were on TV mm. and not just have to experience them through a video game. Well, now you don't. Great. Say yeah. Say yeah. Uh, Elias Wait, tried hold to... on. FTT, FTTR, fuck the revival. Right. That, that, I don't, is that, that's a work, right? Or is that, That's got to be a work. They... No, I'm pretty sure that's a work. Yeah. I think it's just like, no, we're the greatest tag team in the world. No, we're the greatest tag team in the world. Right. And because the Bucks have their own platform, the internet, they're just like, fuck the revival. And the revival's like, look, we're under contract to a PG company. Mm-hmm. We would say something like that. Or young fucks or something like that. Yeah. But we want to stay employed. Yep. Wise move. Uh, Elias tried to play a song, but it was interrupted by Sasha Banks, and then Mickey James, and then Bailey, and then walked away when Bailey tried to hug him. Uh, Absolution defeated Paige. Uh, what? That doesn't make any sense. Who won that match? I don't even remember now. I think Absolution lost. Okay. The babyface is beat. I put Absolution defeated Paige, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville, so... That's impossible. I think the baby faces won as well. Um, yeah, yes. I'm pretty sure the faces yeah. went over. Absolution lost the match by disqualification when they wouldn't stop attacking Banks. Uh, Nijax made the save, leading to the entire Raw Women's Division once again hitting the ring. Stephanie McMahon appeared to announce the first Women's Royal Rumble match, which I think we had discussed uh, once they. It was the week after they brought up. The six ladies that we discussed that that was maybe potentially where they were headed, and that is where they are headed. This was horrible. Yeah, I did not enjoy this. Execution of this announcement was fucking awful because they're all fighting, and we're fighting, and we're fighting, and we're fighting, and then Steph's music hits, and they all stop, which is fine. Up until then, I'm still in. Steph gets in the ring and cuts this big heartfelt the women's revolution has been, we lost the word divas because of you guys. And it's all this, like, It's like we almost just had a giant bullshit. brawl. You probably should have just tried to, like, don't be fighting right now because you're going to want to no, fight for this. she should have come out and been like, you guys are so much better than this. You you know, blah, and then turned it into that. Anyways, uh, it was absolutely horrible because, and, and I read a story today, and I forget who reported it, but allegedly uh, all of the ladies in the ring didn't know what Steph was coming out to say they didn't know what the announcement was. They just knew that she was coming out to make an announcement. I heard that as well. That uh, Which like- does kind of explain a couple of the facial expressions, specifically like Nia Jax looked legitimately surprised. Well, on SmackDown, when they showed like a couple post-show interviews that they did, a couple of them seemed like really flustered. Like Nia was like, oh, this is so great. Like I couldn't believe it was going to happen. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because you had no clue apparently. Uh. And I think that might have hurt this whole segment because if they knew what was coming, then they probably wouldn't have. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, it was not good. I didn't enjoy it at all. That is my dud. My stud this week will be the goldfish. 
I really like the goldfish. I hope they return with that. Uh, goldfish, I enjoy, enjoyed uh, Samoa Joe on this show. Um, Heath Slater and Rhino possibly getting like mean. A mean streak could be entertaining. Right. Yeah, Angle told them to smarten up. Yeah, and then Heath was like, is it going to hurt? Which I think it could be really funny if Rhino was like, we got to get extreme. And Slater's just like, I don't want to get hurt. Um, yeah, Raw was okay. That ending fucking sucked, though. Yeah. Really like, did. they started the show pretty well. The revival being back is a plus. Mm-hmm. Um, but then right at the end, Steph just, she kills it. She just yeah. needs to be the center of fucking attention. Yep. That she does. Okay. Uh, let's do SmackDown. Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. Home of the Devils. Home of Enzo Mori. Oh, gross. <laughs> Home of Pop Collars. Uh, the show opened with Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon arguing about what happened at Clash of Champions. Bryan said if you wanted to keep... Oh, yeah. He's like, Shane, I did this so I could save you from yourself from becoming Mr. McMahon. That's a good line. I actually really like that line. And then Shane like was like taken back, but he's like, "What? I'm not my father." <laughs> and then he's like, "You know what, Brian? I trust you. Good luck with the show tonight." And just pimps his way out because you know, fucking Shane doesn't really work on SmackDown. He just owns it. Yep, that's true. He's the he's the commish. Um. Yeah, I really enjoy this angle though. Yeah, I'm super in on it. Like, too. I'm actually really excited to see where the storytelling happens for this. Yeah. Um, it's just funny that SmackDown, which was like, no, we're not going to be about the authority figures. It's like, hey, the most interesting storyline is about, like, fig- uh, authority figures. Yeah. Uh, Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin defeated the SmackDown Tag Team Championships Uso in a non-title match. Uh, this was like a pretty good match. There was that one spot where the Usos went to go do a dive through the rope, and then uh, Shelton Benjamin just leaps up and knees him in the yeah, head. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like Shelton Benjamin, that's the kind of spots I love seeing from him, where he just like jumps out of nowhere, and you're like, this guy's a beast as an athlete. Even Gable looked fucking tremendous in yeah. that uh, pay-per-view match. That's one thing we didn't talk about, um, him doing those fucking German suplexes, including one on Big E. Yeah. And he fucking almost killed Aiden English because he threw him so fucking hard that he almost landed on his head. Like, yeah, I'm sure if you go from the weight adjustment of, like, Big E, even Kofi Kingston, I'm sure he could toss Kofi yeah. Kingston. Oh, for sure. No, he's, uh, in that match, reminded me, oh, right, you're very good at this. I forgot yeah. because I haven't seen it from you in a while. So that's not a bad thing. Uh, Gable and Benjamin won this match on SmackDown with a clothesline off the ropes into a powerbomb combo. Good stuff. I actually really like Benjamin and Gable. Yeah. And their music is pretty decent. Uh, Naomi and Charlotte Flair. Oh, I didn't like this. So Charlotte Flair comes out and she's all like, the Royal Rumble for girls couldn't happen if it wasn't for all of you. And I was like, just be a heel and say that it happened because you worked your ass off. I don't know. You could even been a baby face and said you worked your ass off, but instead you credited the fans. I want her to be a heel again. Fuck she the sucks. fans. She sucks as a baby face. She does suck as a baby face. Like, the baby face to baby face interaction between Naomi and Charlotte here was terrible. Yep. Naomi's all like, I'm entering first. And girl, you better watch your weave, because if I win that rumble, I'm coming for your title. It's 
snatch you bald. I'm going to snatch you bald. Uh, then the Riot Squad showed up. I like their music a lot, too. You mean just Ruby Riot's music? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know what? If you like pop punk, like that's right up your alley. It's right in there. Yep. Um, and okay, which group do you like better the look of? Because they have like a similar look. Absolution or uh, the Riot Squad? I really don't like Sarah Logan, a.k.a. Crazy Mary Dobson. I don't like that whole, oh, she's a Southerner. She dresses in camouflage and says weird things in promos about hippie states. Oh, shit. Did she actually do this? Did You, you didn't listen to last week's podcast? I played No. I, I, I only made it to the part where you guys buried me for not attending enough. She, uh... Yeah, she cut this th- not long promo, but just the weird thing about. Oh, really? Shit! You're She's prejudiced th- against people from the southern states, and I, I my my grandpappy once said that's fucking. Oh, I don't, that, yeah, yeah, I don't like that either. I don't like it. I'll find it. She's good it. in ring though, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't mind her work at all. It's just that character is is why 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 do we need to have a female? That I is... saw the best for uh, from SmackDown like a screenshot that what a maneuver did where it's Ruby Riot and uh, or sorry Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot walking together, and it's like. No doubt, plus Rancid, 2018 World Tour. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I would fucking go to that show in a heartbeat. Yeah, you would. Um, I've seen both bands already. Good. As good. you should have seen both bands. Here it is. Here it comes. Lana. Excuse me? What? Uh, uh, what? I agree with you, Liv. Daniel is Thank superficial. You. Daniel is prejudiced against people from the South. Oh, Jesus Christ. Has anyone from Kentucky ever been in that little hippie granola state you call? Huh? Have you even hunted lime game? Have you even tasted game meat? Huh? Look, none of Game meat's gross. Also, does she have a fucking lisp? I think she was just nervous and yeah. fucked herself up, and then it just fucking... She just rolled. Like, she, like her tongue was tied. There's another one where she says something about... As my as my grandpappy once said, <laughs> don't you look like cats in a rocking chair or something like that? I don't oh, know. What I hope that's Sarah Logan's gimmick though. My grandpappy. Yeah, it's old Pappy Logan. She should just go back to being crazy. That's probably in her best bet. Her being crazy was she was like female Jason Voorhees. That's fine. That's genius. Let's do that. I'm so in on that. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. wait. I did it too far. Here we go. And as my papa always said. <laughs> my papa. Y'all look about as nervous as some long-tailed cats in a room full of rocking chairs. My papa. <laughs> no, poopa, no. <laughs> That's for all you Parks and Rec fans out there. Also, I killed Jason in Friday the 13th game, finally. Like, killed, killed him? Legitimately. Not not in a lobby where we were just letting people kill us. They, the dude was trying, and we killed him. It was great. I didn't know Jason could go down, down. Oh, yeah. yeah that's how, how many times do you guys have to, like, shoot him? Uh, you just have to knock his mask off. And then Tommy Jarvis. Uh, no, wait. And then you have to get his sweater. You distract him. Tommy Jarvis has to have a machete. Once you distract him, you fucking, somebody hits him with a baseball bat, which drops him to his knees. Tommy Jarvis rolls up. Machete to the head. See, this over. will never happen on PS4 because players don't work together, but they do on Xbox One from when I've watched it's you play. It's because we're, we're family. We're a team. Oh, shit. I played Cuphead. How is it? Uh, it's good. The new girl I see has an Xbox One. Mm. So I was like, yo, let me get that Cuphead. It's a real good game. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, the Babyfaces won. The Riot Squad lost. Uh, 
Grandpappy Logan took a re- re- uh, rear view. And, uh, okay, I'm not doing that poo thing anymore. <laughs> uh, took a rear view to take the pin. Dolph Ziggler came out afterwards. This is the next segment. Uh, held a celebration for his United States Championship win, showing clips of the previous times he'd won the IC or the world title or money in the bank. He didn't show the first world title win, though. You don't remember that? He That's when he's like, with Vicky Guerrero, right? Yeah, and he won it for like a night. And then Off Jack it. Swagger? Yeah, later that night he lost it. Oh. Yeah, I don't even recall. I wasn't watching at that time. That's fine. You but didn't miss much. Yeah, it's kind of the dark era, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, Dolph left the title belt uh, in the ring and walked away. He's apparently not booked for the next couple bit to make it seem like he's leaving or left. Uh, possibility, says Meltzer, of him debuting a new U.S. title. That's kind of what I thought they were going to do, too. I And when he first walked out, I thought he had a different one. Just I don't know what what made me think that, but it looked slightly different to me, but I don't know. What's a new U.S. title going to look like? Yeah, like, isn't the design... Spinner? Are we going back enough? to the spinner? Oh, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler, the, the rapper? That's yeah. his next gimmick? Yeah. And as my papa always said... <laughs> my papa. <laughs> papa. My papa. Oh, God. He said, crack the whips. Um, I did like the Ziggler thing, though. It was impactful and left you going, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So... Like, Makes- that and the Natty thing, too, at least a little bit. I was like, mm-hmm. what are you doing here? I don't think these people are necessarily leaving. Nope. But I'm like, are they going to have a new character? Are that they being gonna- said, I can believe Dolph more than I can believe uh, Natty. Yeah. Unless she was going to go be a performance center coach. Yeah, but she's got the, the Total Divas thing. Oh, yeah, true, true. Like, she could still do that after retiring, I fully believe. But I feel like... They don't want her to stop yet. And yeah, I think she wants she's, to a, stop she's yet. a big focal point on that Total Divas shit. She always has been, I'm pretty yeah. sure. And she's a fucking great wrestler, so don't stop until you want to. Fair enough. Uh, then the match of the evening was New Day defeated Rusev and Aiden English, but beforehand they set up the match because New Day in ha- or not Halloween, Christmas costumes was walking around and they were like, Giving pancakes out to people because pancakes are the thing now. Yep. And then Rusev came up and was like, fuck Christmas, in Rusev a, Day. In a Santa Claus costume. Yeah. I love that he's like, it's very like Grinch. Where he's like, yep. he sees the idea of a Santa costume, but he's like, no, it's Rusev Day. The best was when he first walked up and pulled the beard down and leaned in and went, it's me. Rusev. It's me, the Rusev. <laughs> he's so funny sometimes. He's like, fucking... Oh, he's actually so the MVP of WWE. He, he probably is right now. You should buy a happy Rusev Day shirt. Um, support him. Also, I think Big E legitimately broke Rusev out of character because Rusev laughed when he said, you done flapped the wrong oh, yeah. jack, yeah. sucker. So <laughs> Rusev slaps the pancakes out of fucking Big E's hands. And Big E gets like... He just like... All worked up. He's like, you done slapped the wrong jack, sucker. And, like, I saw that as a gift before I watched SmackDown, and I was like, what the fuck is happening here? I rewound here? it twice just to watch Rusev because he fought it so hard, but he just starts oh. laughing eventually. And oh, I'm going to go back and watch that segment again just Don't for it. the, is me, Rusev. <laughs> <laughs> he's so great. Like, he's like a little cartoon character. Uh, they had a pretty good match. Uh, there was a, English took a, Pancake to the face on the outside. 
With whipped cream. With whipped cream. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Those New Day boys know how to make a pancake. It worked really well because the crowd started chanting for the pancakes without, like, it was organic, right? Yeah. Like, they had this plot spot planned, I assume. And the crowd, the crowd was super into Rusev and English, too, who Again. were wrestling in... Everyone was in costumes here. Uh, Kofi Kingston was a gingerbread man. Big E was... An elf. An elf. And then uh, Aiden English was a snowman. Yeah, he was, he was supposed, supposed to be to. like Olaf or Frosty. Yeah. Uh, good match. Those are my studs for this show. Uh, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, and Nakamura defeated Jinder Mahal, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn, Team Canada. I said that uh, to Brando, and he didn't get it at first. I'm like, they're all Canadian. Oh, right. I yeah, I get what it. A Mark Brando's like, no, he's from India. <laughs> Fucking Mark. Uh, uh, Nakamura pins Zane after hitting a Kinshasa. SmackDown was all right this week. Yeah, I didn't much care for that main event. I just, no, I don't... but like sometimes when you see, you're like, it's a six man tag. Okay, you and know what I mean? Like, you know what you're getting. Brando made a really cool point too in that. Fucking five years ago, if you'd have said that Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, and AJ Styles were going to be tag teaming on fucking SmackDown, probably would have shit my pants. But it's just like I just I don't care. Like why? Why are as we, do, we're just doing this for the sake knew. of doing this? And you knew as soon as it was announced, you're like, "There's no way the good guys don't win here. Yeah, they have to fucking win." Um, studs and duds. Studs. Rusev in the New Day and in yeah, English. Me too. Um, I will also give a stud to the match between the Usos and, uh, Benjamin and, uh, Benjamin, Benjamin and Gable. Yeah. It was good. Um. Duds, Charlotte Flair and Naomi. They were just floundering. They were trying to be good guys. Yeah. And Naomi went full sister. Full, full sister. Yeah. For the first time in a long time. She usually kind of like bounces back and forth, but she went. She went. She went full, full ghetto. Full in there. Full hood. Um. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, my stud is also Rusev, and my dud is. Oh, oh, easy. The main event. Main event. I didn't really. Yeah, care that's about. fair. I mean, we all knew what was gonna happen with it. Yep. Exactly. All right, that's that. Uh, did you watch 205 Live? Are you watching 205 Live? Have uh, you been watching 205 Live? I have not been watching 205 Live. Um, it takes people telling me that Drew Gulak did something really cool, and then I'm like, ooh, like aside from Rusev, Drew Gulak's my favorite person in WWE. Right yeah, now. I'm on board with that. I can get behind that. Um, I will watch this week's because there's the dream matchup of Colin Delaney versus uh, Hideo Itami. Okay. You, well, you remember Colin Delaney? The name rings a bell. He was like a jobber in Oh, ECW that's the guy for... that was there last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, they're just using him for extra work right now. It's like as soon as Ellsworth was gone, he like called up and he was like, you need an ugly jobber? Got you. I got you. I got you. Um. Okay, uh, NXT was a thing that happened this week, which I did not watch, unfortunately. I also did not watch it, but I've heard some crazy shit goes down. Yeah. I got to stop fucking reading spoilers because I just, I get to Wednesday and I just don't care. I'm like, I don't know what happens. So what's the point? Stop reading spoilers, guy. I know. I know. I'll spoil Star Wars right now for you if you want. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. I thought defeated. you were going to say Kylo Ren there for a second. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down, Ward. Defeated it. I, how would I spoil anything? I don't know anything. I don't know. You fucking internet, man. I don't want to know. I, why, why would I? I'm not wired like you are having to fucking spoil shit. 
before. I had to see Star Wars in the first two days it came out. Or well, that's I, fine. I'm surprised you didn't look it up before you went and watched. No, it. Star Wars is one of the things I I care about. Oh, Brando, you got a perfect card. That's my sapod moment of the year, even though it wasn't on sapod. Fucking moment of the year. The worst was because I didn't think I did anything wrong for the first <laughs> little bit. that moment where you realized what you'd done. And went, oh, oh, no. <laughs> uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish defeated Eric Young and Killian Dane to win the NXT Tag Team Championship. What? That's crazy. Yeah, uh, that was one of the things that I'd spoiled. That was the thing that they put. Brandon and I talked about this when they did it. When they taped it, they put on their website, major, or no, NXT title Changes hands at taping. And then I clicked it like an idiot. Like an idiot. You're like, oh, I want to know. And then as soon as you knew, you're like, fuck. Yeah. Uh, Lars Sullivan defeated Roderick Strong in a number one contenders tournament match. So he is the first. I don't and like any of that. Apparently, a very good match. WWE United Kingdom champion Pete Dunne defeated Tyler Bate. I think that was also for the title. Yeah, I believe that was a title match as well. Because people were saying that it was a 90 minute long NXT. And that, like, it was stacked in terms of matches. I or the quality it. of matches. Pete Dunne. That man is good at what he does. Good old Pete Dune. Yep. He's killing it. All right. That's uh, that's that. That's your week of programming. Uh, let's do the emails first, and then let's we can do- talk about the categories for yes. the Satbot Awards. First one, from Duncan. Subject line, bronze-sized email. So get ready. Dear the Sat Brothers Grimm. I hope your weeks have been holly and jolly. The only thing I want for the New Year's show is for it to have Colton Kelly and especially for you guys to make him read things. Yeah. Also, I miss the old big bad bastard Boris. Uh, Well, he confirmed. He'll be back next week. It's going to be four of us at least. I don't know what Colton Kelly's doing. God, that would be a fucking tight room in there if we were going to bring him in, though. Yeah. I got to see him, though, because he got me a Christmas gift. Oh, he did? Yeah, him and Marissa. I don't know. They didn't tell oh. me. They won't spoil things. <coughs> well, you can open it next Friday. Um, question one: If you could call, if you could cast an episode of Table for Three with any superstars you want, whom would you choose, and what would you like them to talk about? Uh, Jericho, Gallows, and Anderson. Okay, what do you want them to talk about? Just anything. Just they're, shoot the shit. They're hilarious when they've done podcasts together. Sure. I would like to have Vince McMahon, Bret Hart, and Shawn Michaels. An old Shawnzy. That's and not a bad one. Actually, talk about the screw job and legitimately shoot on what the fuck happened. Uh, Triple H, Kane, and Katie Vick. <laughs> just the mannequin doll. No, it's just a coffin. Okay, that works too. Um, two with it being time, uh, with it. Being the time that the Christmas spirit takes over the world, how do you usually get into the spirit? Alcohol. I, yeah. I, Alcohol I and a nice sweater. I don't usually. Like, I don't really care about Christmas that much. I enjoy going for dinner with my family, but that's usually only on Christmas Day, so I don't really get into the spirit or don't actively try to. I mean, I don't know. It's fucking wintertime. It gets fucking... Dark at four o'clock up here these days. I'm depressed, seasonally yeah. depressed. It's bullshit. You know a good cure for depression, Warren? What's that? I don't know. Talking to your friends, hanging out. But it worked for me. I don't know. Was the first words out of your mouth? I don't know. Okay, thanks. For the, <laughs> thanks for yeah. the heads up. I don't know, man. You should just turn around. <laughs> you meet new people in your life. 
Uh, three, do you guys like the fact that Money in the Bank is now inter-brand, or do you think it only should be the big four where SmackDown and Raw share a stage? I hate the fact that they trade back and forth. Both sides should have a Money in the Bank winner. That doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Why I like when it. there was two Money in the Bank briefcases for the separate shows. I know yeah. that some people were like, no, it shouldn't be identical, but I liked it when it, it seemed fair. Yeah, I don't, yeah. It just seems dumb that one show, like if if a guy went from Raw last year to SmackDown in the crossover, he's just not going to have a shot at the Money in the Bank briefcase until fucking 2019. Yeah, exactly. That's bullshit. Assuming he doesn't flip back to Raw, then he's just he's never gonna get a shot. Oh, like then there's just, a superstar shakeup. Makes no sense. Um, four. Do you think Jason Jordan will eventually win over the audience, kind of like Tommy Dreamer did in ECW, by just getting his ass kicked and never quitting? Well, who? Um, well, Jason Jordan. Oh no, Jason Jordan's floundering. People are booing yeah, him. I think people don't care about when, him. When, like, nobody ever booed Tommy Dreamer, really. Like, a little bit in the beginning of ECW, but once he became, like, that baby face that got beat up, I don't think people really booed him. Like, they kind of, like, they saw themselves in him, where they were like, that's sure. us. Nobody looks at fucking Jason Jordan and goes, that's me. Yeah. Well, and the fact Maybe that... Maybe kids were shitty to their parents, too. I think, uh, I think that the way they set this whole angle up is that everyone's just waiting for him to do something evil to his father. Like, that's what we're all expecting. Yeah, we're all waiting for that so knife in the back. We don't care how good he is at wrestling and how close he comes to beating top-notch guys. It, it doesn't matter. It Just just do something heelish and get it the fuck over with. Uh, five, do you guys ever want to settle down with a nice lady or man, I don't presume to know, uh, with a nice house and a nice white fence, etc.? Scotty does, I think. Yeah, I'd like to get married eventually. Kids? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For I, show. I also would like to do that, but I am a long ways away from being anywhere close to ready to anything close to that. Six, uh, do you think the end game for the Cruiserweight belt is to have Drew Gulak challenge Enzo? If so, is that how you want it to go? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Like, I feel like people love Drew Gulak. Yeah, he's starting to get over, too. And it's not just me trying to be like, that's an indie guy that I no, like. Like, no. He's getting like this really dry sense of humor over with the masses. Big time. Um, and I think if he is the one to beat Enzo, I think it, it Did you guys talk works. about how he was the gobbly gulacker a couple weeks ago during no. American Thanksgiving? I don't remember that at all. Uh, it might only have been on 205 Live. I might have watched 205 Live, actually. Mm. But yeah. Like, all the Zoe train or whatever were hanging out, and then he's like, where's Gaba Gulak or whatever he called him? And then he showed up in the Gobbly Gooker costume, and he took the helmet off, and he's like, I'm the Gobbly Gulacker. Nice. That's not bad, actually. It's a dad joke. It is. A, like, that is exactly the kind of humor that, like, Gulak is. Dry uh, dad jokes. Seven. Should Matt Hardy stay broken for the duration of his current run? Should he be like Bray Wyatt, who stayed consistently weird? Yes, everyone should stay weird. I think that Jeff's going to come back, and that's just, yeah, you need to. Brother Nero. Yeah, exactly. Uh, eight, does Breezango ever reach the top of the mountain? No. I would have said yes a while back, but now I'm starting to think no as well. No, once Fashion Files got moved from on SmackDown to a .com thing, done. Nine, with news that Vince is going to start another company to make the XFL great again, do you think this means they may soon be stepping away from such an active role in the WWE? Uh, does this herald the arrival of the prodigal son, Triple H, finally taking his place as the new VKM? 
I don't, I really don't. I sincerely believe that Vince will do that job until the day he dies. Yeah. I he will agree. never step down regardless of his health or anything. He could have fucking Alzheimer's and he'll have a fucking contract in his will that says, nope, not until I die. Nobody gets control of anything because, yeah. So I, I really I really think that that's how it is. Um, that being said, uh, I think he will try to do something with this XFL thing, but it won't take away, um, won't distract him from the WWE. Ten, if Finn ever does face Brock, do you think it would be like AJ Brock is the beast's only weakness, small, flippy white men? Yeah. Everyone's weakness is small, flippy white sure. men. Sure. I think that match would be great. I'm still waiting for that match. I think it's going to be very good. I don't think he needs to do the demon to do it. I think they're going to make him because it's going to be the beast versus the demon. Yeah. Um, they want to sell t-shirts. But, I yeah, I think it'll be a good match. How long do you think the Shane versus Daniel Bryan storyline is going to sizzle for, and what would be the ideal blow-off? Uh, Shane and Bryan have a match at Mania. Yep, and I am seriously thinking that that's where they're headed. I really am. Um, that's what it seems like. Yeah, then, like, Bryan's I don't know happy, why you he gets to wrestle. continue to tease something if that's not the end game, right? This is the Miz thing all over again. Why are you teasing that Daniel Bryan's getting angry and angry at The Miz if you're never going to have them wrestle? There's no payoff. Why would you do this? I don't think they'd do that again unless there was a serious... I mean, there is the option, I guess, that they could always do, oh, this is my representative versus your representative. Yeah, but that's lame. The company. But that's lame, though. I don't think they'd do that. I really think that's where they're headed, is a match. Um, short of that, I'd, I don't know that I care, to be honest, if it's not a match, if it is anything else. I do think that it might eventually be for... Control of SmackDown, though. That Shane puts his job up or something. I don't know what it ends up being. But. Uh, 12. Which superstars do you think could use some time away from the WWE to flesh out their gimmicks and find themselves like Drew McIntyre did? It's got to be somebody who's like not really given a chance and then they go and find themselves. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. Hey, Zack Ryder? Sure. Like, I don't know. I'm just thinking that, like, maybe, like, he could have, like, a, the impact Cody had when he went kind of thing. Yeah, I can't. I, I don't know. It's tough to say. It's hard to really say because you, I think some people are hitting the indies right now and they're floundering or they're asking for way too much money. And you're like, I think Dolph Ziggler would legitimately have a very good career or a very good run on the independent circuit, assuming, like you said, that he doesn't ask for too much money. Uh, I think there's a lot of guys out there that he would be very good at wrestling with. But I know that he wants to do comedy as well, so if he left, he might just do that, and then we'd never see him again. Keep on cutting the chain, but losing anyway. Duncan at Brian Danielson with a one instead of an I. Good to have you back, Duncan. Good to, uh, good to hear you. Next email is from Roboito. Subject line, WrestleMania. Sup, Satpod. First time writing in. Long time listener. boy. Uh, since Mania is in New Orleans, brackets, my hometown, I decided to spoil myself a little and bought tickets for myself and a friend. This will be the first live show I've attended. Wow. And Your first was, one's Mania? Holy shit. I <laughs> was wondering if you guys had any tips, suggestions for noobs like us. Thanks and Merry Christmas to all of you. Roboito. He sent a picture here, too. I'm a little nervous. What's the picture of? Oh, it's of his tickets. I see. 
Um, get there early, obviously. Yeah, they've had troubles the past couple of years with getting people in. So if you want to see all the matches on your first show, make sure you're there for doors. Um, I wasn't even referencing that. I meant more just to have fun with the crowd because the crowd before a wrestling show was a lot of fun with the woos and the screaming and the just the atmosphere is crazy. Um, I mean, I've never been to a Mania, so I can't really give you tips. Boris would be better at that. Yeah. Maybe we'll ask him next week. I haven't also, even been to a pay-per-view live. Boris and... Uh, Braden are going to WrestleMania as well this year, and will be doing some sort of reporting for us as they are official SatPod on the street correspondents. I have to talk to Boris because now that like we he's figuring out what indie guys are booked, I'm like, hey, I might just give you some American dollars to bring me back indie t-shirts. Sure. I want a Will Ospreay t-shirt. I want a Matt Riddle t-shirt. You would want a Matt Riddle t-shirt. What's Matt Riddle's t-shirt? Uh, the one that I want. Uh, it says either bro in like the NWO logo ah, or the other bad. one is uh, the Budweiser logo and it says King of Bros on it. Sure. That makes sense too. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. And then I think he has an Altered Beast one that I would like too where it just says Altered Bro. Altered Bridge is more like. Scotty hates that band because he thinks they're Christian. They are Christian. They're Creed, but Creed's the greatest band to ever fucking step on a stage. They're not Christian. Neither was Creed. All right, uh, sapo316yahoo.com if you want to send us any emails. That's how you can do it. All right, the 2017 Sat Pod Awards. Uh, we mulled these over, and we're really not changing much from last year. Superstar of the Year for WWE and NXT. That is, uh, that is the whole package. That is the gimmick that involves some sort of wrestling, that involves overall character. To a certain degree, their success over the last year, not completely because obviously that's out of their control, but it all factors in for WWE and NXT. The reason that we have it separate is because we have a category for Wrestler of the Year. That is specific to just in-ring work. That can be anybody, NXT, uh, WWE, outside, whoever you want it to be, uh, whoever you think is the in-ring Wrestler of the Year is who you would put there. Match of the Year. Pretty self-explanatory there. That is an in-ring match, not booked or anything, just not the booking. The actual in-ring work is what we're looking for there. Tag Team of the Year, similar to uh, Superstar of the Year. That's the overall wrestling involved in that one. Uh, Rookie of the Year, somebody who made their main roster debut in 2016. Uh, So that's somebody, or 17, I mean. I forgot to change that. There we go. Fix that right now. Um, somebody who came up from NXT onto the main roster. Um, that counts as rookie. Uh, Women's Wrestler of the Year, same thing. Um, WWE, NXT, best promo. This one was the one that caused a little bit of confusion last year. It's not the best one specific, like, oh, remember that time Matt Hardy cut that promo after he played chess with a fish? We're not doing that. We're just talking about overall who in the year 2017 was best at cutting promos over the whole year. That can be managers. Paul Heyman is always up in the conversation, so that's an example. Um, Yeah, not one specific promo, the best overall promo uh, cutter of the year. Non-WWE wrestler of the year, this is specific to outside of the Federation. Uh, The best feud of the year, that is pretty self-explanatory as well. Uh, return of the year, very self-explanatory. Shocker of the year. 
that one can be anything. That's why, I mean, Return of the Year can be a shock, but it's its own category, uh, which not necessarily anybody... Because the Royal Rumble is different now that you don't get those yeah. crazy returns that you're like, oh, that's cool. But shock of the year can be anything. It can be a match, somebody winning a title, Something whatever. that happened in the news. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 2017 breakout star. Or sorry, that should be 2018 breakout star. This is your prediction for who you think is going to have a good year next year in 2018. Then we'll look back uh, at last year's picks that we made to see uh, how we did there. Uh, Sapot dud of the year. That can be a wrestler segment, feud, show. Anything. Anything. The thing that you think sucked the most uh, from the entire I got that picked out already last picked. year. Uh, yeah, I got a couple candidates as well. I picked mine like halfway throughout the year, and I'm sticking to my guns. Sure. Uh, most improved. Self-explanatory on that. Uh, most underappreciated, a.k.a. underrated. Uh, somebody on the roster who just is kind of existing and isn't used to his or her full potential. Pay-per-view of the year. This excludes Mania. Um just because Mania is usually a beast in and of itself. Um, so, yeah, just your favorite pay-per-view of the year. Best entrance, specific just to the way they make their entrance and music and all of it, the whole package together. I have the a presenta- overall presentation. That we're going to be very similar on that pick this year. Um, and then we have Sapod Moment of the Year, which I don't expect much from me this year. I'm not going to make. I'm probably not going to find the clips, but we can if if we can come up with some. Then by all means, uh, if you, the listeners, can think of any, yeah. then email me. Please try and find on what on podcast, the podcast it was enough on this year to be as memorable, and what maybe a timestamp as well, so that I can grab it. But um, no, you'll still be absolutely. You'll still be my pick. I can think <laughs> of three off the top of my head that are I'm all three. You, I think I referenced one of them earlier tonight. Yeah, when I fucking spoiled Brando's card. I think my Sapod moment of the year isn't even an on-air thing. I think it's last time we were at Boris's and I was just drunk and yelling at people who weren't part of our crew. So that 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 category might be different from us than it is for the listeners. But, but. yeah, please let us know what your favorite moments from the show was this year because, I don't know, we always like to hear what you guys thought was funny or what you thought was a good segment. Yep, and uh, give us suggestions on what you'd Colton like to... Colton Kelly reading. There's a good moment from the sure. year. That's very true. Um, yeah, give us suggestions on what you'd like to see from us in the future or what you'd like to see less of. We are more than open to your suggestions. I'm going to try and post uh, the awards uh, on our Twitter over the next week here so that you guys can uh, get up there and download it and do your own and submit Email it. Email um, We like to know what the general population of listeners thought was good, too. Yeah, try and keep it in the same order as uh, we have them here if you can. That's not the end of the world. It just makes my life easier. And then email them to sapod316 at yahoo.com. All right. That is uh, that is the podcast. Oh, we need to, Scotty, pick a pay-per-view. Because you... uh, when was Creed on a show? I don't know. No, or, at, or wait, what about Trapped Headstrong? That's got to be a pay-per-view. Before. Fuck off. We've done everything. No way. Not even close. Okay, I'll just pick one off the top of my head. Um, NXT TakeOver The End. Please be a cool song. Please be a cool option. Well, we would have done this already because we were doing the podcast when this was. Yeah. Is it Creeper? Uh, NXT TakeOver The End. June 8th, 2016. Sponsor was Warcraft. Uh, Karate by Baby Metal. Paranoia by A Day to Remember. And The End by Jim Johnson. 
Okay, because I think we did Baby Metal last time. Let's do a day to remember. Okay, done. Uh, what was on this card? Andrade, San Almas defeated Ty Dillinger. Remember that? I hated that. Re Revival defeated American Alpha. I think that was good. win their tag team championships back. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Austin Aries. Oscar defeated Nia Jax. Samoa Joe defeated Finn Balor. Oh, the glory days of oh, NXT. going back. All right. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Most of those people are called up nowadays. It's true. Besides from, like, Cian Almas. Who is the current champion. Yeah, true. So you know that his future is so bright he's got to wear shades. But literally everyone else is either called up or no longer with the company. Who's no longer with the company? Austin Aries. Austin Aries, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, everybody else is called up. There you go. And active as of this week with the revival coming back. FTTR. Well, I mean, if you want to count Ty Dillinger as active, which I guess you probably shouldn't. Uh, all right. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry yeah. Christmas, everyone. We'll be back next Thursday with our end of the year awards show. So uh, get ready because it's probably going to be a long podcast, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nice long pod. It's like sitting down with your pappy. What what is it fucking called again? Um, papa. Or papa. My, my papa always said. My papa. Uh, enjoy a day to remember. It's the song is called Paranoia. Uh, as I said, Merry Christmas. We'll be back on Thursday. Oh, happy set. Hanukkah to all our Jewish listeners yep. out there. Kwanzaa. Hope you're having a radical Ramadan. Um, I think that's it for December. A crazy Kwanzaa, as Krusty would say. Hey, hey. Okay. That was horrible. I'm sorry, man. I'm fucking tired. Do a, do a, do a better one. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm better? No. No? Uh, <laughs> at SatPod, I am at the Diesel Barris. I'm at Scoutbox64. At Brando1990. At BB Boris. At PWA Wrestling CA. They're still trying to figure that shit out. And at Colton Kelly95. Um, like us on. No, not like us. Subscribe on podcast. We never, never ask for that, but do it. Uh, buy Leave us a shirts. review. We don't want anything for Christmas. Sure. Besides, or maybe you buy a Sapod shirt if you love us that much. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the Commission Tyloni buying another Sapod t-shirt. Mm -hmm. He's got one for almost every day of the week now. He's got one for every day of the long weekends. That's true. Depending how long the weekend is. That's true. Um, got yeah. a four-dayer coming up here. What a maneuver.net. Search Sapod. Backslash Sapod. Uh, we should probably find, maybe get, get something new up there at some point. Yeah, we'll, probably. We'll discuss that. We got to sell, we still got to get our fucking prizes out from last year's Rumble. Ah, uh, details. Minor details. All right, that's it. Uh, then now, now it's a day to remember. Scotty, take us out of here. Until next time, guys, keep chatting up your papa. Woo! Expect the worst of everyone of me!